This is a fresh agenda. Conversations to connect your productivity and creativity and generate your deepest work. Here is your host, Christina Mendonza. This is A Fresh Agenda, where we chat with innovators, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders. I'm Christina Mendonza. Welcome to this little spot in the digital universe. Glad to have you here for a while. Welcome to episode 60. That's a nice little milestone. Thank you to my subscribers and to my sponsors. It has been a fun ride so far. I'd like to take a few seconds now to explain what we're doing on A Fresh Agenda. This podcast is about having some deeper and more positive conversations on topics of creativity and motivation to explore how people create or build businesses or innovate in their industries. Sometimes it's a chance to learn something new or just to offer something to ponder as we navigate through our own careers and creative lives. Well, today we have Emma Smith, or as she is known to many of her followers, Whispers Red. Emma is an ASM artist who lives in London. She is a YouTube star, but also a creative. She got uh, her certification in sound therapy. I didn't know there was such a thing, but she has it. And she got her start in ASMR videos, which are the whisper videos, uh, kind of later in her life. And she's going to tell you the story about that. Here's a taste. Whispers Red. A-S-M. Thank you for coming in today. Now, ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. People who get that ASMR feeling often describe it as kind of a tingling feeling or they get very relaxed, kind of meditative. Uh, A lot of people use them to fall asleep, to lower anxiety. And usually people who get that ASMR feeling get it when they hear soft voices or gentle tapping. ASMR is not a real name. It was made up by a woman who is in cybersecurity, actually. She coined the term about 2010 when she formed the first Facebook group of people interested in these kinds of videos. She wanted a term that sounded non-sexual because just saying this person's voice gives me the tingles, she thought was kind of misinterpreted as a sexual response. She says it's much different than that. So you may have seen Zoe Kravitz during the Super Bowl doing that beer commercial as she whispered into two microphones. That was ASMR going mainstream, which is really a huge thing right now for advertisers. Advertisers are really keying in on these kinds of videos now. Now, it's not unusual for whispering to have been used in the past uh, for, for different commercials, but ASMR, particularly the way it's done with two microphones, uh, is becoming very popular right now with advertisers, and they're recruiting a lot of popular ASM artists to sell product. But overwhelmingly, if you type in ASMR into a search term, use it as a search term, you're gonna find a lot of the role-playing variety of videos, people whispering during a facial or using a collection of items like brushes or beads to make soft sounds. My first exposure to ASMR was about 2011. I was walking by my oldest daughter's room one night and I heard whispering coming from her room. But when I pushed through the door, I saw that she was asleep Her laptop, though, was open on her desk, and there was a video playing of someone whispering, and I thought, what the hell is this? So I asked her the next day at breakfast, and she went on and on about these whisper videos and how they helped her sleep. Um, My husband and my other daughter tried them, and then I was kind of the last in the family to get in on it, but I have to say, they work. When I have a hard time relaxing or getting to sleep, I'll pop one on, and within 20 minutes, I'm ready to sleep or asleep. 
But this interview that I'm doing today is less about getting you to either like ASMR or be creeped out by it. It's more about Emma's creative path, what led her to this particular way to express her creativity. But first, if you've been to my Facebook page, if you haven't, you got to go see the cover shot. It's a gorgeous picture over downtown Sacramento. Dave from New Age Aerial gave me that picture. Uh, he took it while he was training one of his new pilots because Dave and New Age Aerial, they are the drone experts. If you need drone video or still shots, reach out to New Age Aerial because they have the FAA licenses and expertise. They know the system. They can get all the permits to shoot whatever you need. If you're a movie director, uh, a real estate agent, if you're an engineer that needs something, some shot of something technical off the ground, they can get those for you. And when you call them New Age Aerial, use the phrase Fresh Agenda, the name of this podcast, and Dave will take great care of you. That's New Age Aerial, 916-645-3474 or newageaerial.com. All right, let's talk to Emma Smith. She lives in London with her husband and two children. She built a studio on her country property to create her videos. And her website has a great history and current research about uh, sound therapy and ASMR. There are ASMR artists with more subscribers, but Emma is doing something innovative within the field, incorporating her sound therapy work. And because she is a singer, she's incorporating music and currently recording a record using ASMR in music. So even in this relatively new space, she's innovating. Emma joins me now from London. Thank you so much uh, for, for being my guest. I, I'm so curious, how did you get your start in ASMR? Well, I kind of found it a little bit by accident. So I'd had a car accident and um, I'd struggled with lots of physical issues and then afterwards, um, uh, mental issues, um, emotional, all kinds of things. And I just needed to sleep. I, I, I just couldn't sleep. And I was so stressed all the time. And I, I was looking on YouTube for maybe some kind of meditation video or sounds of the rainforest or something like that. And I ended up somehow finding ASMR videos. And the community then was so small that it, it, I don't know how I found it really. I was so lucky because it just changed my life. And I, at first I didn't know what they were and I didn't really understand and I kept watching. But I was I was getting this feeling, this tingly feeling that I, I'd always experienced. And I didn't know there was a name for it. And then I realized um, that ASMR was the name for that. And it just, it really opened my eyes and I was so excited and um, I just wanted to be, to be part of the community. So I started a Facebook page, a Facebook group, sorry, uh, called ASMR UK. And I just thought it'd be nice for people to chat and to meet up possibly. And then there was a meetup happening uh, just for creators and I didn't have a, a channel. So I just started a channel so that I could be there. And, um, and that was it really. It took off from there. I, did, I, I just made a video every now and again just to be in the community, just to connect with people. Um, but then I received feedback to say that they enjoyed my videos and people started to subscribe and I gained confidence and I just absolutely loved it. And now, six years later, it's my full-time job. That's fantastic. You know, there, ASMR... ASM artists are so interactive with their mm. audiences. And I mean, yeah. does, does your audience help you decide what kinds of role plays or what kinds of videos you do? Sometimes. 
sometimes, yeah, because I'll do something by accident in a video sometimes and and it will be noticed and there'll be a comment saying, oh, that was really good, could you do more of that? And I'll think, oh, maybe I could, maybe I could make another video out of it and incorporate something else into it too. So it, it is a community thing and we do listen to each other and we are all friends. It's not, people sometimes use the word fans and I, I think that's such a strange word for the ASMR community. It doesn't really work. Because we're, we all, we're all brought together by this physical sensation that we experience, or at least we feel something from the videos. So it goes way beyond just um, entertainment. It's really about connection and being very similar in personality and just finding friendship with each other and, and somewhere safe to hang out, that you can just be really nice and maybe not be ashamed of that, dare I say. I don't know, some some places online, if you're too nice, then it doesn't really work. Like People tend to argue a lot online, <laughs> but they don't really do that on ASMR videos. So it's a real community thing. It's lovely. It really is. And your videos are so um, warm. You always have like these just very warm greetings to to people when they when they uh, tap into your videos and I know that because you are among my favorite ASM artists and mm -hmm. I have used many of your videos to uh, fall asleep I have a job where I get up super early in the morning so I have to go to bed early and I hope you're not offended that I fall asleep sometimes halfway through uh, but they're very <laughs> relaxing <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the biggest compliment you can give to anyone who makes ASMR videos. Your your voice sends me to sleep. Fantastic. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find there's a lot of room for creativity? And are you creative in other parts of your life? I mean, I've, I've seen kind of the background of your studio in some of your videos, and it looks like you're creating not only ASMR, but perhaps doing other kinds of creative projects as well. Um, I used to be a singer a long time ago, and I, and I was a musician at school. And I, I just, I'm not very artistic um, with painting and things like that and drawing. But music has always been an interesting sound. Um, I still got my instruments from when I was younger, and um, this, it's really nice to be doing something like this, just to be creating anything. It fulfills that side of, I think we should all be creating something. We all have an artistic side in some way. And it's just really therapeutic. Um, so, yeah, you, you can um, you can bring all kinds of different aspects into the videos. Sometimes I sing in them. I'm, I'm making an album at the moment of ASMR music, which wow. is really cool. Now, how is that different? How is that um, genre different from um, now? Did, did I, tell me if I'm wrong, but were you involved in like punk music? Did you do punk music back in the day? Um, it was kind of rock music. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was sort of indie music, I suppose you'd call it, over here. Like indie, okay. So how does the yeah. AMR genre of music, explain that to me, because I'm more used to either the noises or the voices. Yeah, so I often sing an all hum really gently in my videos. And it's kind of, it's very nurturing and loving and, and kind to do. It's, it's, it's a very, very light whisper singing voice, as if you're singing to a child. Uh, sending them to sleep so it's a completely different way of seeing to how I used to do when I was a lot younger it, this is very very gentle and whisper like so there'll be lots of sounds in there ASMR sounds some gentle humming some very very soft singing so it's kind of like making a video it's 
just in the same way as speaking a video, but instead of speaking it, I'm it has a tune. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of not been done before, so it's very difficult to explain. But I'm just I'm just going for it and, and see what happens. Excellent. What kind of feedback, um, or what is the most uh, complimentary feedback, or the memorable feedback that you've received from those who watch your videos? Um, some people, um, people just go through so much, don't they, in their lives, and you just never know. You can meet someone and and and, ha- and have a first impression of them, and you've just got no idea what they've been through. And that's something that um, having the channel has really taught me. It's really opened my eyes and given me a huge worldview. We're all very, very similar. And we all experience the same things, more or less. Um, So I've had a lot of private emails to just explain what what they've been through in their life and how just maybe maybe not always um, enjoying the videos, but just feeling a connection with me. Um, and feeling the nurturing of the voice and having a safe place to go um, has been really healing for a lot of people. And I, I understand that because it was that for me as well, and it still is. So though that's probably the biggest compliment because it's just amazing to be able to connect with someone on that level and to be able to um, aid someone in their growth and, and healing. It's amazing. You're right. And, you know, in some ways, the online community or people uh, being online has made the world a lonelier place because people are so Mm -hmm. segmented. Uh, But this seems Mm -hmm. to your videos are very nurturing. And I think that's perhaps something that some people feel is missing in their lives. Yeah, I think I I think on a very basic level, when, when we leave home, we we're thrown into the world and we have to pay our own bills and do our own thing and get a job and, and house ourselves and everything and, and it's a big step and we're not we're not necessarily mothered anymore um, if we're lucky enough to be mothered in the first place. So you're kind of thrown out into the world and you don't get the personal touch anymore and, and the kindness as much as you maybe used to or the feeling of security and we still need it. We still need to be told we're beautiful and that we're safe and you know you can be calm and um and you're kind and all those lovely affirmations that we probably get when we're younger we don't get them when we're older but we still need them so um it's nice to get those but also in a non-judgmental situation because if you went up to a colleague at work and said let me sit you down and tell tell you how beautiful you are that would probably be a bit strange but when you're yeah, around, HR might get involved. <laughs> might have human yeah. resources involved. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, what exactly. did you what did you do before? Like, what was your profession before you got into full time ASMR? And and how did you make the switch? Oh, uh, my um, my career choices have been a mess. Um, I've just done everything, everything, anything, and everything I could find to make money. To, to keep myself, I've, I've kind of um, done. Um, I used to do promotional work. I used to hand out free bananas dressed as a banana. Um, <laughs> I used to I used to have a market stall. I've done so many different things and, and worked for myself and had little businesses here and there because I had children when I was young. So I've just tried to work around them as much as I possibly can. 
And when I was even younger than that, I wanted to be a singer, so I just did anything I could to, to keep myself so that I could play in my band and do gigs and things like that. So, yeah, and, and I didn't do so well at school because I just didn't want to. My teachers were so frustrated with me. They said, what on earth are you doing? You're wasting your life. Um, and wearing Doc Martens and black makeup and purple hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I just didn't have that much passion for things. And, uh, yeah, I'm kind of where I was all supposed to be all the time now. I wish YouTube was invented earlier. Right. Tell me a little bit about your workflow. Like, what is what is your day like? I mean, when do you write? the, Or do you even do you script things out? Or uh, do you do it by feel? I mean, it looks like there is some planning, a lot of planning that goes into a lot of these videos. Yeah, because uh, you have, first of all, you have the idea and then you have to work out the, the logistics of the idea. So um, they're all different as well. Some of them look really easy, but they're, they're the hardest ones. And some of them that look hard are easy. So they're all different. You need plenty of time and, and patience to do them. Um, I'm one of those people who are, who are quite creative at night time. I wake up at night, which is, which can be a problem because I work during the day and then carry on at night time. But and then film at night. I used to film in the middle of the night, about two, three in the morning, because it was the only quiet time. A lot of ASM artists do that. They work at night and, and sleep in the day. Hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, the the triggers are sometimes difficult to work out because they have to look good visually but sound good as well. So that can be tricky. Um, I, I usually just script out maybe the first couple of lines and then... And then um, do the rest, ad-lib the rest, so that it's natural. I think if you were to script the whole thing, it wouldn't be as natural. And the whole point is that it's just chatting to someone, really. Did you learn by just watching, like, what sounds would uh, be impactful? Like, you did one with tuning forks, which I found very interesting. Mm -hmm. I had not seen before. I mean, do you just kind of uh, go by feel and experimentation for what might uh, be one person's trigger? Uh, well, I trained as a sound healer, I think, into the second year of hiring my channel because people were saying, you're healing me, and I didn't really understand in what way, you know, because ASMR was still very new then as well. So I didn't, I wasn't, I knew that sound heals in some way, and I and I understand that he, the word healing is, is quite a big and heavy word because it means so many things. And I just wanted to learn about the whole thing. So uh, you can call it sound therapy as well. So I just I did a year's course and became a sound therapy practitioner. And so I've just found so many similarities in the use of singing bowls, tuning forks, the voice um, in a musical way, very similar to the different sounds from household objects. They all have a sound and they all, if, if, if used with good intention and, play, and played very softly they all have the same effect. So um, that was really interesting. So I liked to bring the bowls and the tuning forks into the videos just to introduce the, the two worlds together. And that's been really nice to do. Um, I'd like to do sound baths and, and things like that when I get the time because it's lovely. I don't know if you've been to a sound bath before. No, what is that? Oh, it's lovely. Um, do you know the crystal bowls? Yes. Singing bowls. So you can go to a gong bath with the gongs or you can go to a, a crystal bowl bath or you can go to a sound bath that uses Himalayan singing bowls, the metal ones. And you kind of lay down on the floor 
with a blanket and a pillow, just make yourself comfortable on the floor. And generally the instruments are played on the floor, so the vibration goes through the floor and into your body and then the, the sounds all around the room. And they, the sounds just put you into a, a almost a theta state, so you're completely in the meditative state. And it's a really good and healthy place to be because your body's working at full capacity and your organs are heat, your organs are working well, so you're regenerating your cells and you're healing. That's the that, that's what they mean by healing. And um, it's quite emotional as well sometimes. It's just so relaxing. I think you would really like it. I love it. Wow, that sound that does sound really relaxing. Just you talking yeah. about it and me thinking about it. So when you uh, when you went to take your course, did they give you a, a, a like a history or an understanding of why sound is so impactful on a person's well being? Yeah, I mean it's it's very similar to what I've just said about the sound bath. So um, when you are completely relaxed. Your body is working at full capacity and any soft sound, any gentle sound will will relax you enough. And if it's played repetitively, it occupies your mind. There are certain chords that you can play that encourage left and right brain function. So your brain's working in unison and um, your mind is empty. So that's, that helps with meditation. Anything that empties the mind and calms the body is very good for your health. Um, so that's why I think the ASMR videos work well because you're completely focused on one thing that happens in the video, whether it's the eye contact with the creator or the sound from the item that they're using. And you're listening to every aspect of that sound. So you're completely focused. And, and, then, and, and if you're lucky enough to feel the tingles, then you're feeling the tingles as well. So your mind generally empties and then you're in a place where you can fall asleep because you're completely relaxed. Um, and you have a deeper and more healthy sleep because you're not so much processing things from the day um, and you're a little bit calmer. So that's really healthy for you. So a lot of people will say that I'm, I'm sleeping better than I've ever slept. I'm a nicer person because I'm sleeping well or, or just because I have moments of calm that I wouldn't have had before. Um, so it is good for the health. We, we know that ASMR videos are scientifically proven now to reduce the heart rate considerably in line with meditation practices. So we do know that it's very similar to meditation and sound healing is very similar to meditation as well. So it kind of fits in with all of those um, um, complementary therapies which is amazing. And how do you how do you feel like some people can just listen to the tapping or the crinkling or and get the tingles that way but so many of the videos are actual role plays where someone's doing a, a doctor's exam or someone's mm. uh, you know um, doing an ear exam or an eye exam or a makeup tutorial or, or something like that mm. where the, the attention is focused intensely on the watcher. Uh, do you think that's mm. part of the relaxation process? The nurturing. I do. Yeah, I do. And I also feel like it's to do with the, the personal attention is to do with just a positive affirmation and showing you that, that you are worthy of this time together and showing you how important you are and showing you that you are my number one focus right now. And because you're on your own watching it through a screen, you don't feel, maybe don't feel as, as, um, as self-conscious about that. Um, lots of people who experience ASMR are sensitive people. They 
maybe are of the highly sensitive personality type. And people like that generally aren't always comfortable going to a practitioner, maybe. So sometimes when I go for, if I go for a facial, which is very rare, but if I do, sometimes I'll just lie there really uncomfortable because I'm too, I'm too polite to say, actually, could I just move my head a little bit? <laughs> I, I just don't really enjoy it fully, but I feel like I enjoy it more through a video, which is quite strange to say, but sometimes I, I do. And the the role play scenarios that you see, sometimes they look quite strange, especially if you've just discovered ASMR and you think, what on earth is she doing? But most of those situations are where you would experience tingles or the ASMR sensation in day-to-day life. So if I went for an eye test, I would experience the tingles from usually from the um, optician because they come up close and they speak quietly to me and the personal attention of it. Um, possibly a haircut, so I get tingles when I'm in the hairdressers. So they're, they're usually reenactments of a day-to-day situation where you could feel them. Do you do a lot of experimentation? Like I've noticed in your videos, like when you do like scalp massage or something in the videos, the sound that's created sounds just like it would if someone was really there touching your scalp. I mean, do you experiment with a lot of those sounds? Yeah, there are things, there are sometimes other things that you can use that sound like the actual thing. So, um, but generally for a head massage, then a dummy head would work quite nice. Mm-hmm. It has a nice sort of scratchy sound. Um, but, yeah, it's really good to just try them out first because sometimes they don't sound anything like right. they're supposed to. Yeah, it's so, good to just check first. <laughs> Recently we had uh, the Super Bowl here, uh, which is a big sporting mm-hmm. event here in the U.S., big football event. And uh, they had a commercial for a beer and it was done in the ASMR style. And it was the first time I had seen it. But I've heard that in the UK, a lot of advertisers and companies are now seeking out ASM artists to incorporate product within the videos. How do you feel about this? I think it's really good if they actually contact the ASM artists for it because we're the, if you like, the originators of all of this and we understand it better than, better than anyone. And sometimes when you see people copying it, that you can tell they don't really understand it, so it doesn't have the same effect. They're just acting it rather than really understanding what they're doing. But having said that, it doesn't really matter that much if they do use someone else because they're, they're promoting ASMR, and that's amazing. And how incredible is it that they made a Super Bowl advert in in an ASMR style and it was done so well. They they the whole the landscape and and, and her whisper was really good. I, I feel like she understands what it is because she did it really well. Um but yeah over here I I did um a video last week for National Rail, which is our uh governing body I suppose for the, the rail that all of the railways. You can book all your tickets through them. So they're very big and well-known, and they contacted me and asked me to make an exclusive video for them for all of their social media channels. And um, that was amazing because they didn't have to. They could have they could have just taken the techniques and hired someone else and done it. 
I do find it interesting that they would choose ASM artists. I mean, not only because it's so popular now, but because it's not the loud kind of in your face kind of adverts that you uh, will typically see with lots of flashy graphics. Yeah, but sensory advertising is very popular now. Uh, We've been seeing it over here for a long time. There's a food company that has been doing these sensory satisfying adverts for a long time and using a very sultry voice over the top and kind of cutting the cake and seeing the chocolate oozing out of it and all of that kind of thing. And all of those satisfying videos that you see on, um, on Facebook, they're really popular. So this kind of sensory aspect of it and gently... Um, showing someone a product seems to be more uh, beneficial for them, I guess. I don't know what their figures would be, but um, I think it's nice. I don't think we should be shouted at all the time. And we, a lot of us are quite smart these days, and we don't tend to believe everything that we see on the TV or, or hear on the radio and see on adverts. Um, so people are just becoming a little bit more savvy. So they're trying new techniques, I suppose. How do you relax? What what do you do when you need to kind of power down and replenish that place in you that comes up with all of these creative ideas? Um, it can get quite pressured in, in a way being on YouTube because there are people commenting on you, um, me, um, quite personally all day long and all night long. So having that sort of energy thrown at you all day and all night can be tough. Um, it's important to grow a thick skin and understand that people aren't people are just talking from their own experience and they might not necessarily be talking about you personally it's just that they you know maybe they've had a bad day and they're just saying something nasty to um, let off steam or whatever and then and then the, the majority of them are positive comments but even that is still attention and when you're a sensitive person and you have to be sensitive to make these videos that can be really tough because I'm not someone who really likes being crowds or being seen so much. But because I'm kind of do, I have a purpose. I can, if you like, hide hide behind that purpose a little bit sometimes and uh, and mm-hmm. and feel okay about it. But yeah, it can be difficult. And, and I'm grateful for the sound healing um, course that I did because I understand a little bit more about centering yourself, um, meditation listening to um, chanting and that kind of thing. And I just I just try and take my own advice, really, and be calm. Right. That's how you kind of replenish yourself, is doing the sound therapy or on yourself or, or the meditation yeah. for yourself. Yeah, sitting there, playing the bowls, just having quiet time to myself and trying not to work so hard because... I'm a bit of a workaholic, and when it's some, when the job is really exciting and fun, and there are loads of things to do, and oh, I should do this, and oh, I should do that, and and there's a purpose there because so many people are waiting for it and enjoying it, um, it can get quite tough to just switch off, and because it's all on the phone as well, it's all on the social media, that can be hard. I mean, how many of us need to turn our phone off sometimes? You know, amen to that. Um, yeah. It's hard. <laughs> so, so tell me if someone's new to ASMR and some people who listen to this uh, interview will be new to it and they want to try some of it. What would you suggest as some of kind of the first uh, on your channel? What would be some of the first videos that you would point them to? 
Um, so if they could just have a little think to themselves and think, what kind of sounds do I find relaxing? If it's nature sounds or think about sounds around your home um, that you find relaxing or think about when you were little and what kind of sounds or actions made you feel calm. And, and tr also maybe think about if you actually experienced a tingly sensation because lots of people experienced it when they were little and and kind of forgot about it because when you try to explain it to people, it's very difficult because there's no name for it when you're little. Um, they might think, oh, I used to really enjoy having my hair played with or my back drawn, drawn on, or I used to love the teacher reading me a story or my friends playing with my hair or something like that. And they might think, oh, okay, I, I experienced this feeling. So then think about what sounds you like and then have a look through the channel and look at the titles and see if there's anything that pops out to you. And then just try a few different ones because they're all different. Some are sounds-based. Some are actions-based where I'm doing something to you, like a personal attention video, like I'm giving you a facial, giving you a haircut. Some of them are doing something to someone else. So I could be drawing on someone else's back or brushing someone else's hair and you can hear the sounds of it. So just try all the different ones and see which ones um, stand out to you and if, and if you enjoy any of them. And then if you don't enjoy any of them, you might not have a connection with me. So go on to the rest of YouTube and type in ASMR, have a look around and see if there's anyone that you find a connection with and, and that you would enjoy watching. Well, excellent. Emma, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. So we can find you in Whispers Red on YouTube and uh, you just Google your name and, and you're popping up everywhere. So I so appreciate uh, you taking the time to chat with us and uh, and I absolutely love your videos and we'll continue watching them. Thank you. Thank you. It's lovely to talk to you. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Emma Smith, otherwise known as Whispers Red. If you just Google her, you will pull up all kinds of information and of course, her many hundreds of videos that she has out there on YouTube as well. And if you like the show and you love being motivated, love taking a peek into the lives of some of these amazingly creative people, check out our back episodes of A Fresh Agenda, subscribe to the channel and hear from other innovators and thought leaders. And drop me a note too, because I'd be curious to hear your methods for maintaining your creativity. You can reach me through my website at christinamendanza.com. There's a contact form there. And as always, thank you so much to my sponsors, New Age Aerial and New Age Designs. Also, check out my digital newscast each week. It's called The Shortlist. You can find it on many of my platforms, my website, YouTube, IGTV, and KFBK.com. More fun episodes of A Fresh Agenda are on the way. Thanks for being here. This has been A Fresh Agenda. I'm Christina Mendonca. Let's stay connected. Conversations to connect your productivity and creativity. This is A Fresh Agenda. Thank <laughs> you.